All right, hello and welcome back to the Tom Talk Show. My name is Thomas Deneve. Um, on today's show, I'm going to be talking a lot about um, some exciting things, actually, some exciting things that happened today. Um, closed our first deal on our new system. So that's super, super exciting. Well, it wasn't the first one, but it's the first official uh, close. And uh, so I'll kind of share with you guys a little bit about that. Another thing I want to share is kind of uh, just picking up where we left off on the last uh, episode, on episode one in the beginning. I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit about my journey and how I just stumbled upon um, business and how I just kind of got inv- involved in it, how I fell in love with it, and and the reason that I'm doing it today. And I'll kind of share with you guys just behind the scenes of all that stuff. So I'm super excited. So stay tuned for this episode. Really excited for this one. And uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy it. So stay tuned. All right, so um, super, super excited to be bringing this episode to you guys because number one, we closed our first official deal today. Um, it's the 17th. It's taking a little longer than I want to, but things are starting to really stack up and the pipe's really starting to get full and um, things, are starting to, things are starting to come around and things are actually starting to happen. Um, at the beginning of the month, like the first two weeks of, of uh, January, it's been like rough. It's been hard. It's been like insanely difficult and uh it just seems like that everything that can happen will happen it's just like everything that bad that could have happened has happened literally to hold us back and things still keep popping up to hold us back from accomplishing our goal but we're just not giving up we're just not going to stop we're going to keep pushing forward me and the team and uh, we're going to make it through this we're going to make it through this month and we're going to continue to push forward so super excited we just signed our first deal and i'm not even excited about the money i'm just excited about the concept and and more so the conversion rate of this first deal now i'm kind of getting a little bit techie and um a little bit uh gonna kind of babble on about this because i'm kind of excited about it if you can tell through my voice here but um i'm i'm really excited about it because not only just because of the financial standpoint because we were literally at zero and i honestly didn't know how i was going to pay rent next month and uh so we got this money and now we're going to be able to to get by for the next couple months but this isn't where it stops. This is just the beginning. Like we got some momentum. Now it's time to keep that momentum and keep pushing forward, keep moving forward. That's, I, I really strongly believe that once you get the train going, uh, some people call me Thomas the train, but once you get the train going, you got to keep going and you got to keep that momentum because it's way, way harder to get the train going. But once it's going and you keep that momentum going, it's a lot easier. So we got to keep this good vibe going. We got to keep this momentum going and we got to keep this coming in, into the, this following week. It's Friday today. So um, it's about the, it's the end of the week. I'm, it's, uh, it's, at, it's like 6.30 at night. I got to go hit, a, hit the gym right away here and go get a workout in and then come back. I'm going to take a bath tonight and just relax. But um, yeah, what a day's work. I, I actually might put in some work to, I'm, I'm working on something behind the, the scenes right now. I can't really share it. Um, but it is a new strategy. Actually, I'll share it here. I'm working on um, putting together a, a live webinar where we're going to be getting as many people on there as possible. Like I'm thinking getting like 100, 200, even 1,000 people, as many as possible on this live um, webinar. And I'm going to be teaching literally how to set up the system that we set up, which is called, uh, we're calling it the VM system. And I'm going to show businesses how to set this up on this live training and then hopefully at the end of this training, they'll get so much information, so much value from it that they'll call us up and just say, hey, do you guys just want to set it up for us? 
right? So that's kind of like the goal. That's something that I'm working on behind the scenes. So I'm literally just putting together this slideshow presentation I've been working on the past couple of days. And um, I'm still doing the things like I, I had a phone call with uh, with this guy named Bill um, and uh, the other day. And Bill told me, he said, Tom, you got to start doing um, he said 20% of what you do brings in 80% of the re results. So I've really started looking at like, what is the 20% of things that I'm doing that is actually going to be bringing 80% of the results, right? 20% of what I do brings 80% of the results. So now I just got to find out what that 20% is and focus my time and energy on that. I've also been really, really dedicated to be focused. Now, for those of you that know me, you know that I usually have like 100 projects going on at once. <laughs> and I usually have like 100 different things going on. I got a business here, business there, business idea over here, business thing I'm working on here. I got my, my fighting career, my motocross, and I got like all this different stuff. And recently, I literally just wiped, I just cleared the board, and I just had one thing on there now. One vital thing. Because I know that I work really, really well when I put myself in a little corner in a box and I say, Tom, this is all you get to do, this one thing. And I know that if I do that and I stick to that only, then I tend to succeed, I tend to do really well. Back, in, back when I was racing motocross, um, that's what I did. My dad kind of put me into a corner and he was like, you know what, you need to pick one sport. I was doing every sport you can think of he said, you need to pick one sport. You're talented, you're a good athlete, but you need to pick one sport. So I picked motocross. And I, if you listened in the last episode, I turned professional as a top national rider in Canada from the time when I started, when I was 13 till when I was 16. I actually turned pro in the year that I was 15 and you couldn't get your pro license till you turned 16. So just as I was turned 16, I got my pro license. I was a top national rider in Canada. Top 100, I was number 90, 97, I think it was. And that's crazy, like that's unheard of. Like no one goes pro in three years in motocross, especially for a sport that's as hard as motocross. Same with my fighting career. Like if you look at like my fighting career, like if you look at my fighting career, um, and I don't mean to sound like I'm bragging, I'm literally just sharing like my, my past experience and like what I've done and what I've been through. But even if you look at like my fighting career up to date right now, uh, currently where I'm sitting at is they actually announced me um, on MMA Empire, they said that Thomas Deneve is one of the most dangerous fighters um, in coming out of Canada in uh, in 2020. So um, I have four four first round knockouts. You couldn't even add up all my fights and make one round. So it's not and and it's not just like t like I am talented. Don't get me wrong. Like I have this natural ability and I have this gift for it for sure. But at the same time, I've also just been training my entire life. Like. Literally, I've been training since I was like eight years old to be a professional athlete, to just be a professional person, just working on myself. When I say training, I'm not meaning like training, like, like I do mean training in, in like physically, but I also mean training like mentally, emotionally, like training my, just being a professional person. Like when I wake up in the morning, like I make my bed, I clean my room, I do my dishes, I put things away, like the small things matter right? The little things. I learned this a long time ago when I was in Sunday school, actually, from this guy named Rob. Um, and Rob basically used to teach our Sunday school class. And I remember one day he was talking about taking initiative. And that never left me. He always said, do things without being asked. 
And I, I just remember hearing that and I started doing it and I started implementing it. I started doing things for my parents, for my siblings without being asked. Okay. And that transferred into my work life that transferred into my business life that transferred into my athletic life. Like I don't need people to tell me what to do because I developed these habits from such a young age that I could, uh, that I could just do it. Right. Anyway, getting back to the story of <laughs> getting back to like where I'm at with, with red spot, like I said, like this month was going to be a tough month, but um, we're really filling up the pipeline and we're really starting to uh, make some progress here. But getting back into like how I got into business and picking up where I left off, um, basically I got into business for, um, for two reasons. One was because I remember when I was younger, my mom was involved in this company. I was around 15 years old, I think. And my mom was involved in this company called um, Biles Life Unicity. And they paid for three trips for our family. I think it was three trips, if I remember correctly. And they also paid my mom 120000 or $150,000 in like three months, literally. This product changed my, grand- my grandfather's life on my mom's side. And it literally was like, she started selling this stuff like crazy. Like think about it, she made like 120 or 150 grand, like three months. That's a lot of money in, in three months, right? To, to, to go from ma- having nothing to making that much. Like that was as much as my dad essentially was making and she did it in three months. And she had freedom, which brings me to the second reason why I'm in business, freedom, okay? I believe that business brings a lot of freedom. Now. Not that I want to be free because I actually love working. I love what I do. I, I'm super passionate about it. But I just love having the freedom of not being told what to do. I love telling myself what to do. Like I love waking up in the mirror and being like, you have to, you have to do all these different things today. I like doing that. I like having like myself tell me what to do. But if someone else tells me what to do, then it's not that I don't like it. It's, it's just that I just... Uh, like if I'm being 100% honest, I just, I don't know. I, I would just prefer to be my own boss, I guess, and to have my own, my own freedom. Um, but with that being said, so, so my mom made all this money in such a short period of time. We had all these experiences, all this stuff. So I said, man, you know what? And then I see my dad on the other side of the spectrum, like just miserable, having to work, not able to spend a lot of time doing what he wants to do. My dad, don't get me wrong, he has he has a great job, like probably one of the best jobs in the friggin' world, but um, at the same time, it's just, he has a boss, he has someone who tells him what to do. He's not he's not in charge of his, his, he's not in charge of when he goes home, he's not in charge of when he goes to sleep, or like, he literally has to follow a strict schedule and he's not in char- he's not in charge of it. So I didn't I didn't want that. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to change, so that's what I did. I want and and I think that we all have certain gifts and cer- certain things that we are great at, but so many of us just give up on on trying to find what it is or how to flesh that out. And I think that there's a lot more gifts that I have that I still haven't even found yet that I'm still kind of in the search for. But um Anyway, back on, back on, uh, back on to trying to catch us up. So I was down there. I was around 15 years old. I was in California, and I'm training. I'm racing, and then all of a sudden, I come up with this crazy idea. And this idea was this special type of motocross boot. Okay, so actually, sorry. First, 
no, sorry, it was the motocross boot first. So I, I got into this motocross boot and I actually, I, this, was, this was actually back when I was home in Fort McMurray. I was, it was in the summertime. So I'd go in the winter to California and come back in the summer. Um, and then I would train and race in Canada and then I'll go back down for the winters in California. And I did this for like consistently for like a couple of years at a young age. And um, I just remember, I just remember that I, uh, I would, um, I, I broke my leg and I broke my leg. I was by myself. It was one of the only times that I was racing by myself and, or not racing, sorry, riding by myself on the track. And I was literally like, I was literally like, my parents literally told me, they're like, don't go to the track by yourself. And I was like, I do it every day. I'd never crash ever. And I was like, I'll just go to the track by myself. So I jumped in my van, actually my dad's van, and I drive, I drive to the track. And I slid off the face of a jump. Literally, I slid up it. It was, you're coming out of this corner and you're doing this like this weird double jump, okay? It's on the track in Fort McMurray. And the track up there is literally like pavement. It's like rock hard, not prepped very well at all. For anybody that dirt bikes or understands dirt biking, when the dirt is nice and prepped, it's nice to ride on, it's tacky, and it's, it's good, it's fun. But when the dirt isn't prepped, and it's not tacky, and it's, it's, it's really dangerous to ride on it, it's not as fun. But anyway, that's all I had, so that's what I was doing. Anyway, halfway through my moto, and I'm on a 450, KX450, I slide off the top of this jump, I catch at the top, I fly off my bike, and then before I know it, my bike is flipping in the air behind me, I'm flying through the air, I landed on my feet, but then the bike just came in and smashed me, I snapped my leg in half, my tibia and fibia, all by myself on the track, I had to pick my bike up, kick over a 450 with a broken leg, literally, ride it back to my vehicle, and I, <laughs> funniest thing is, is I was literally parked outside of the fence. So I had to like ride over this weird place with a broken leg. And then, and then, <laughs> then I just fell over. I couldn't even put my foot down. I just fell over, crawled to my van. And I, first thing I did was I called my brother Ben and I was like, I think I, I thought I broke my hip too. So I was like, I think I just broke my hip and I broke my leg. And then, and then he's like, are you serious? He was at work. So he called his boss. He's like, let me call my boss. I'll come and get you. So he called his boss. His boss said, yeah, you can go get him. So he came out to pick me up. And I remember I just took my boot off because my trainer, John, always told me just, if you ever break anything, take your clothes off because you're going to swell up. So what I did is I just took everything off as fast as I could. I'm just laying in my van in my boxers and I'm just sweating like crazy. And my leg is like sideways and I'm trying not to pass out. And it felt like my brother took like two days to get to the vehicle. Finally, he gets there and I'm like, yeah, I just need you to help me load my bike up so I can drive to the hospital and get my leg checked. I think I broke my leg and my hip, but I was like, I don't think I'll need surgery or anything. I was like, I just really hope I don't need surgery. My brother comes and he looks at my leg, my brother Ben, and he goes, yeah, no, no, you didn't, you didn't break it. You'll be fine. But he was just doing that. He told me later on, he said, I was just doing that just to try and keep you calm and relaxed. So he didn't freak out, but yeah, I, I, we just loaded my, or he loaded my bike up into my van, locked it up there and I just jumped in his truck and we went and, uh, and we went back to the hospital. So I'm laying in a hospital bed. I get my x-rays and sure enough, the doctor comes in and says, yeah, you need surgery on your leg. So I was like, frick, this sucks. So I get surgery on my leg and literally like <laughs> the next day I'm back in the gym after surgery, working out 
and I'm just it was it was ridiculous and then I'm back riding like before the scar was even healed and I remember my leg was literally got infected because the scar wasn't even healed yet the 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 stitches weren't even out of my leg yet and I was back riding it was like 4 weeks after and I was back riding with a plate and screws in my, in my leg so and my and my trainer John thought it was hilarious cuz I just would do that and then it got infected pretty badly the scar and I had to get like the all yeah I had to like poke a hole in it and drain all the pus out it was pretty gross um sorry for any of you that have a weak stomach but yeah, that was that was kind of intense. But anyway, back to the reason why I wanted to tell you that story was because through all that, that's how I created and invented a new style of motocross boot called Air Boots. So this is a project that I worked on from the time I was 16 until even now. And that's like, that's like, um, one, two, three, that's like seven years that I was working on that. I still have it. I, I got a patent on it and I I literally ripped out the inside of motocross boots and put in the technology that I had uh, created, which was just like an air bag basically. And I was like, man, I'm gonna, this is gonna be the best business ever in the world. I'm gonna build the biggest company. I called it Moto Technology and I even do did a logo up. It was like the funniest logo ever. I spray painted it on my on my dad's van. And uh, yeah, that was that was kind of funny. So that was my first business venture ever. Like I, I and I remember when that that was happening. I I was dating this girl um, at the time. I met this girl in a in a in a breakfast place. Kind of funny how things work out. One of my mentors, the guy who I mentioned, Bill, at the beginning of this was uh, he's the guy who I met down in California. Now he's a very successful gentleman. He's he's worth a lot of money and. Um, he, when I first met him, it, how I met him actually is kind of funny. So there's this girl who used to serve us when we would go out to this breakfast restaurant in California. We'd go out there almost like every day. We'd go out for breakfast before we go to the motocross track. So we'd come back from the gym, shower, get packed up and go to breakfast and then we would go to the track. So that was typically like what we would do. Anyway, um, I remember one day, I, this was right after I broke up with my, the girl of my dreams that I thought I was gonna marry and I bought her promise rings and everything like that, you know, the high school love sweethearts or whatever. Anyway, so I just finished breaking up with this girl and uh, I'm down in California and i at this breakfast place. So this girl comes up and she's serving us and I remember I just gave her the receipt and I held on to the receipt, I didn't let it go and she was like tugging on it, tugging on it, tugging on it and then finally she's like, will you let it go? And then I was like, oh sorry and I let it go and then she laughed and then that was it. But then later on, she went and liked a bunch of my social media posts and stuff like that. I have no idea how she found me on social media. But she went and liked a bunch of my stuff. And then I sent her a message and said, hey, uh, I was like, hey, do you want to uh, do you want to go out on a date? So I went on, I took her on a date. We started we ended up dating and, and uh, getting together. And then uh, I actually ended up meeting Bill through her because her grandma was dating him. Kind of a confusing spot but anyway I met I met him through her and then uh, I've been connected with Bill ever since and and he still he still mentors me still helps me and still uh, I still talk to him all the time on the phone um I haven't seen him in a while but I, I still try to stay connected with him as much as possible but yeah so as I was going through this whole boot idea I was also talking to Bill and he was like 
yeah, it's a really cool idea. And he's like, you should, you should focus on it and, and, and do it. At the time I was 16. So I had like literally no understanding of business or licensing or anything like that. So I remember he gave me the first, the first book I ever read. And I used to hate reading books. I remember I got almost through all of school without reading anything. Like literally I hated reading so much that I would avoid reading. Like I wouldn't even read uh, uh, stupid. I regret that. I, I love reading now. Like I read all the time so much now but anyway back when I was not when I before I started reading (laughs) before Bill got me to start reading um I never read anyway so Bill gave me this book called the motivation manifesto written by this guy named Brandon Bozarth and uh I remember I put it on my nightstand and I just left it there I never read it for like so long and then finally one day I just decided I'm gonna pick this up and I'm gonna read it so I picked it up and I started reading it and it was the first book that I ever read from front to back and then I've been reading books ever since. I've probably invested like thousands and thousands of dollars into my books and listening to audio books and courses. I've spent well over like, I spent well over $30,000 just on like education alone and never mind like the actual time and energy and stuff that I put into actually implementing what I've been learning. So um, lots of time, lots of energy, but I'm, I'm a learning machine now. That's what I like to say. I like to learn as much as possible. So every day that I wake up, I'm like, what can I learn today? That's kind of like my, my motto in a way. I always write down what I learn and I always keep track of it. But anyway, that's kind of like my first stumble into business. I don't want to go too much longer because it's already been a little while. But that just kind of gives you guys an idea of how I kind of got into this whole business world and kind of why I started to see like, hey, maybe I can actually do something here. So um, I'll kind of share with you what happened and what happened with my motocross career and then how I got into fighting and, and I kind of share with you guys all that in the next episode. And, and then I'm, my, I'm hopefully, I'm, I'm just trying right now to just try and catch you up to um, where I'm at currently in my life so that we can pick up where I am now and then I can just start sharing with you guys what I'm learning on a daily basis so that you guys can then take it and hopefully use it yourselves. So um, yeah, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you got lots of value. If you liked it, please uh, um, subscribe to my podcast and I will be on here next time. Thanks guys. So hopefully you guys liked this episode. Um, like I said, the next episode is going to be more about like uh, me picking up on trying to just catch you guys up to where I'm at currently today. So um, hope you guys liked this episode. Um, if you liked it, share it with a friend. If you thought it was valuable, um, let me know. You, it, you guys can always reach me on any of my social media channels, or you can uh, send me an email at thomasdenive at outlook.com. That's T-H-O-M-A-S-D-E-N-E-V-E at outlook.com. And uh, yeah, I look forward to uh, hopefully bringing you guys some more value. And uh, until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon.